Greetings, fellow travelers. Welcome to the 110th level of the RPG Cave. I'm one of your hosts, the level 99 human archmage, Ryan Turford, and I am joined, as always, by the level 99 elf medic, Dr. Garrett Bland. How's it going, Mr. Bland? I'm doing good, man. Um, I actually do have a pretty important weather update. Oh, I'd love to hear that, Garrett. So here's my weather update. The last week, late last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it was it was hot. And when I mean by hot, you know, there's a Texas hot where it's like scorching. You know, you're you're literally on fire. You can like cook an egg on a car hood, like like that that type of. It's more. It's a little less than that, you know. But San Francisco, you don't have AC in apartments. It went up to 32 degrees C. Oh and my for, God. for you Americans out there, it's like 94 degrees or whatever. But imagine that in like, you know, no air conditioning. So it was pretty rough place last week. You just got to break yeah. out the fans, Garrett. You need fans. You need fans. All over your apartment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, we, we literally had to shield ourselves from, from the, the sun and the windows. Um, but it was the hottest of the year. Can you believe that? Like late October or, or early October. And it's just like, hey, it's going to be hottest of the year. That's kind of okay. crazy. But also this week, Garrett, we mm-hmm. once again had record high temperatures here in Ontario, where it was the Jesus. hottest it ever been in, on- in October in Canada, where it was like 32 degrees the other day here. And then... <sighs> You know, the weather, of course, changed again, where now it's down to, like, plus nine, and it's, like, raining all week. So, yeah, it's been interesting. Of course, my sinuses love it. It loves it when the weather changes oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Global warming and all that. But anyways, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Actually, this past weekend, I went to a national park uh, in celebration for my wife's birthday. It was very nice. And we nice. hiked with some friends, and it was, uh, yeah, very good time over the weekend, away from video games, away from you know, all the distractions that we had got going on every single yeah. day on this, you know, rambunctious uh, discussion. But yeah, went out in the woods. It was fun. Nice. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, folks, tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal episode where we're going to we're not really talking about games tonight. We're going to we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, and uh, I we're going to actually start, first of all, Garrett, by addressing a comment from the chat from oh. Ribo who says, I'd like to level a formal complaint with the board of CPG about Sean's rationale in his Nintendo voucher choices. So before we actually went live tonight, the Nintendo driver, Garrett, and uh, on that episode, Sean was like, hey, I've got three vouchers to use for my Nintendo Switch. What three games should I buy? And he had like, he presented a list of of five games to choose from after going through the giant list of all the games. He narrowed it down to five games. Um, He had um, Fire Emblem Engage, Mario Wonder, Mario RPG, um, Bayonetta 3, and then Bayonetta Origins. So very quickly, Bayonetta Origins knocked off the list. Lockleth and Seth were just like, don't play that game. Yeah, don't, don't. You don't right. need to. So, oddly enough, you know, they were talking it down and it sounded like it, they were going back and forth because Sean was pretty dead set about keeping Fire Emblem and Engage and Mario Wonder. Okay. Because, yeah. You know, I mean, Fire, Sean really likes Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem, admittedly, despite the fact, you know, despite its flaws, it was still a really good game um, when, when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it was, but it's getting yeah. cheaper. That I'm, I'm not, just saying. Not in Canada. Oh, well, Canada is weird. <laughs> well, that's what, but that's where Sean and I live, though, Garrett. That's what, that's what we have to work with. Um, so he, so he knew we knew those two were going to stay. So it was really between Bayonetta three and Mario RPG. And when it came down to it, you know, they, 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 they Seth was really trying to sell Mario RPG, and then Sean just deleted it from his list. And he's like, "Nope, Why? we're going with Bayonetta well, three instead because Bayonetta three sounds more interesting to me." He's not going to play it. <laughs> no, probably. well, he might play it a little bit, but well, he's not going to finish it. The thing is with, you know, these, it, it, you know, some of these games is, you know, sequence or, or, you know, the last of the series or whatever. I cannot start, you know, with Bayonetta 3. Yeah. I got, it, the thing is Bayonetta 1 and 2 are on Switch and they play excellent. I hear they play excellent. So, and but I hear Bayonetta 3 is kind of like, like on the fringes, like it's uh, pretty rough going. Uh, it's it's chugging on the switch. So, eh, well, we'll see. At least he got two of the choices right, and third yeah. one is controversial. But don't I mean, worry. To be, to be honest, Garrett, I actually feel like he probably wouldn't play Mario RPG either. So That's it's just true. like he probably like the two that he's getting, like the two main ones he gets, are probably the two that he actually ends up playing. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Ryan, are you playing Mario RPG day one? I'm just curious. So I wasn't going to originally. Okay. But I ended up getting vouchers anyways, because I wanted Mario Wonder. And I'm selling my physical Switch collection. So I'm not going to be able to because I'm going to be moving soon and I mm-hmm. can't take can't deal my with switch it. my physical switch games with me. Um you, you can literally put them in a like the smallest. Yeah, but I don't want to keep the cards only, Garrett. At that oh, point I'd rather gosh. just sell them and but rebuy the games that I actually want to keep. You know, go all digital. That's that is the future. So go. I mean, I'm I support that, you. I'm kind of at that point at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, so I so I knew I wasn't going to buy Mario Wonder physically. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just do the vouchers then for Mario Wonder. So then, but then it was like deciding, well, what game do I get along with that? Um, mm-hmm. And I decided to go with Mario RPG because mm. that's just that's just how it is. This is what we're doing. So yeah, I you know I'm 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 gonna be there day one with Mario RPG. Because I'm very curious about it. I, I, I'm very curious about the genesis of, you, you see what I did there? The genesis of the Mario RPG series. Um, and actually, funny enough, because of our discussion this past week with the Mario and Luigi series and Paper Mario, I got this out and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play some Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser Minions on this 2DS XL. And I'm I'm having a good time on nice. it. That's no awesome. Joke. And That's I put awesome. it in my pocket and I just go out and travel, do whatever, flip it out and play some games. And it's a, it's a good old time. Sweet. So, you glad go. you're enjoying it, man. I'm mm-hmm. glad you're enjoying it. But uh, Garrett, um, before I get into clearing the dungeon, I got to bring this up real quick because of course. Um, Garrett shared with me something really interesting this week. Because, you know, of course, tonight's episode is going to be all about us, you know, changing character classes and, you know, figuring out you know, what characters we want to represent throughout the the rest of the mm-hmm. RPG Caves history. And uh, Garrett, to celebrate graduating, the being the level 99 elf medic, um, you asked an AI to draw yes, a level 99 elf medic. And here's what it came up with, because I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. This mm-hmm. is what it came up with. There you go. Look at this. Look, at, the, look at how beautiful this is. Now, I, I do want to preface this. Um, 
it was a prompt through the Bing AI. It kind of third parties another AI image generator or whatever uh, within that chat. Um, the prompt was one. I think I got the exact kind of. Oh yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of a background. Never mind. I, I'm gonna explain to you what my description was. It was a elf medic you know that has went through some troubling times through many battles so he has a little battle-worn like military kind of vest going on he has a shield made out of magic energy and he has a utility belt of different types of medicines and ointments or whatever and then his weapon is like a kind of this mace slash axe going on um that's also you know it's his staff but he has a little bit of you know, battle-worn weapon going on. I also did ask it to, like, re- represent my face or figure from the Twitter, but it didn't It didn't really register. No. Instead, <laughs> it all. just looks like a random green elf with green hair, Garrett. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So there you go. That's what AI generation does for you. It's just a concoction of stuff that I've, I've prompted it. And Well, it was either that, Garrett, or you were going to have to go in full cosplay, to be an elf medic and just show up on the show like this. So I'm glad we went this route instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't be able to do it. So at least I got this, you know, cool Xbox uh, 300 drive. Look at at that. Look how how cool that shirt is. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, my God, my God. But yeah, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you did that to, to kind of celebrate. In fact, the shield kind of reminded me of the the medics from StarCraft because the medics from StarCraft also have a medical shield oh, that's exactly okay. like this one too. And it looks like that other than the, the medical symbols red instead of green. But, you know, I think the AI generation looked into the feed history and found that exact thing. And it's like, I'm going to grab this for, for this image. So yeah. there you go. Uh, Garrett, Lockleth wants mm-hmm. to know what you're drinking. I am drinking Costco brand bourbon going on. Costco brand bourbon. (laughs) It's it's actually, they contract a a distillery uh, within the US. I forgot. It's like fine barrel whiskey. I didn't even know Costco sold bourbon, Garrett. They sell everything, Ryan. From tires to glasses to alcohol, like they're, they're all over the place. Food. It's too much. It, it's it's a wonderland you know it's like um it's like capitalism at its finest just warehouse of things just everywhere selling at bulk prices garrett bring, or seth brings up a good point because uh sean keeps talking about costco hot dogs and now you're talking about costco bourbon pretty soon all of carpool gaming is just gonna shift to costco instead of mcdonald's it's gonna be weird mm, yeah no i would love costco branded you know just bring on the sponsorships I, I was just going to say, we need a Costco sponsorship at this point, Garrett. I love it. Let's do this it. Is, this, of course, is the RPG cave where we it talk is. about RPGs all the time, except for apparently the first 12 minutes of this show. So folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. Number one, if you're watching the live stream right meow over at youtube.com slash carpool gaming, or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to hit that like button, press that subscribe button ever so, ever so lightly. And then, of course, let us know in the comments below uh, what you what you think about RPGs, um, because, again, we're not going to be talking about RPGs tonight. Um, so maybe you tell us how wrong we were about our character choices or whether or not you like Costco brand uh, bourbon. 
or other alcohols from Costco. Um, also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and also rate us if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, because that helps the show get discovered. Also, uh, if you want one big podcast feed with the entire Carpool Gaming Cinematic Universe or some exclusive content, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash carpoolgaming, just like Dan and Luma did, who joined at the gold tier. Huge shout out to Dan thank and you. Luma. You rock, of course. Thank you so much for supporting the Patreon. Um, also, Garrett, Extra Life is coming up less than a month away, November 4th oh, in Rome, New York. Um, if you go to phoenixoverdrive.com, uh, Lee officially has this, the registrations up, as well as all the details you need to know about Extra Life. Uh, so head on over there to phoenixoverdrive.com. We will be descending upon Rome, New York. Uh, myself, Sean, Seth, uh, I think Amanda might actually be there too, and as well as um, anyone else who decides to show up. So, so it's going to cool. be a fun weekend. So uh, please Jealous. be excited. Please come to Rome, New York and hang out with us November 4th. Um, it's going to be a grand old time. And if you're not going to be there, um, you can always hang out at home and watch the live stream because we'll be streaming for 24 hours and you will not be able to, you'll be able to watch the insanity of us trying to wait, stay awake all night instead of, you know, seeing who becomes TPR first and going to sleep for eight hours. That's, that's some, true. Someone might do that, Garrett. Who knows? Ryan, I, I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to be either watching the stream or I'm going to, you know, dig it into my ear holes with uh, some wireless earplugs and, and making sure I'm just, you know, 100% participation, even when I sleep, even when I go to bed and I just, you know, plug those earphones in because I just know you guys are, are there, you know, supporting the kids. So absolutely. I love it. And then last thing I want to touch on before we read from the sacred text is that Garrett, this show is not a PlayStation show. It's not a Nintendo no. show. No, but, but we have a cool contest going on here at Carpool Gaming at the moment. Mm, we have yeah. a cool giveaway. We are giving away a copy of both Super Mario Wonder as well as Spider-Man 2 for that yield PlayStation 5 entertainment console. Um, of course, to enter, there are numerous ways you can enter. Number one, on our Twitter, we have a little post that uh, that you can respond to with a screenshot of you rating either the uh, the podcast for the Nintendo Drive or the PlayStation Drive on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and that gives you one entry into the contest. Um, you also can get an additional entry by going to our website, carpoolgaming.com, because we are selling brand new merch that is limited time only at the current moment um, that uh, has a new logo that uh, celebrates the occasion. Because, of course, uh, Barbenheimer was a thing earlier this year. That's Garrett, true. Well, with Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer. So we wanted to do something similar with Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Wonder because they're coming out on the same day. They're both big games. You're probably not going to be able to play both on the same day. Or um, you're not going to play both. Yeah, huh? that's true, too. Huh? That's true, too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so, of course, we made a cool shirt to commemorate the occasion. In fact, uh, Garrett, vent for two seconds. Okay. Um, I'm just letting you know, um, Ryan is definitely in his quiet, seducing voice in this show. And maybe Ryan wants to explain why he is in the NPR edition of this RPG Cave episode. I got to be a little quiet tonight, folks. It's all good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. don't worry about so, it. So here's the shirt. Limited edition Spider Wonder Tea. Um, you can check that out here. It's in a myriad of colors, Garrett. Look how cool this logo is. Of course, mm -hmm. designed by Seth Sturgill, as well as I love we, uh, it. we contracted another artist yeah, to actually choose that. Toy. Toy. 
Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So much. You can even, Garrett, get the get a holographic sticker of the logo as well. Whoa. You and can, can put be, it on your laptop. Look at look how big the the big look logo is to the point where you, that you, is. Can't, you can't zoom in on it properly because of how big that is. It can literally cover the hideous Apple logo right there on top of your MacBook. So it's a Spider Wonder laptop, not an Apple laptop. So get yeah. it, please. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that gets you extra entries into the contest. Um, you just got to make sure, of course, you share with either Sean Capri or Seth Sturgill or our uh, our Twitter uh, at Carpool Gaming that you have, of course, have picked up the merch. Uh, and we will enter you in the contest. The drawing will be happening, uh, I believe, the day before those come out on the 19th. But we're still finalizing that. Mm, so we, got it. Um, but obviously, you have till then to get the, shot, the Spider Wonder merch um, and to enter the contest. And you'll have a chance at a couple free games, which is pretty awesome. A couple so. free games. I like. I like free games. I, you know, I, I search those out uh, everywhere. Make yeah, I mean, sure I get free them. games. We like the free, free games. games here. Yes. On this show. All right, Garrett. Without further mm-hmm. ado, now that we're you know eighteen minutes in the show, we should probably read uh, from the sacred text. Let's do uh, it. So, as I alluded to earlier, tonight's a very special show because. Uh, it's not an ordinary show. We're not talking about games today, folks. Um, we are going to do something a little bit different. So, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, at the, at the beginning of the show, I refer to Garrett and myself as our level 99, you know, characters. Because, you know, mm-hmm. at the time we were recording the show, you know, that what, the level 99, we were level 99 to kind of represent our, our level of RPG knowledge, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're mm-hmm. RPG experts, one might yeah. say. Um, so it, it, you know, it hadn't really dawned on me until Garrett pointed this out after like episode 50, you were like, oh, we're, we're coming up on a hundred. We're not going to be, we're not going to be high enough level to, to go on with this show. So, um, we actually, uh, are, have decided to level up our, our characters today, which actually means that we'll fully explain what our characters abilities are, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll for, fully explore, you know, the morale choices that some of our characters actually make. And then of course you're going to, to see us build brand new character sheets for okay. our respective new classes, which then, you know, going forward, I will then refer to Garrett as whatever his new class is, And then I will be referred as to my class. Just kind of okay. like any old RPG. Like we're leveling up like any old RPG. We could uh, yeah, originally my idea for this, Garrett, was to do mm-hmm. um like a big like a mini DD campaign, but that would involve us finding like a dungeon master to come in. And I was just like, that, that's too much work. And that would take four hours. Like, let's that not would. Let's, let's not deal with that. <laughs> let's yeah. just explain our characters. Exactly. That sounds good to me. Exactly. So let, I feel like, you know, the best place to start with this, Garrett, is to explain our current characters to each other. Now, mm-hmm. uh, we did this a couple of different ways. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll start with mine, Garrett, because it's just okay. easier to pull up because uh, I got it right here. So I, of course, went all out. I got a, I got a character, character sheet, Garrett. Look at I this. Love it. Look at this character sheet. So, so fancy. So fancy. Um, hopefully that's, you know, properly legible on the stream. So, you know, here's my, my current, my current thing, of course, um, name. Ryan Turford, that's me. Archmage is my character class because you know I'm I, I'm like the wizard with the beard. Like I I've got all that knowledge. Like it perfectly suited me in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, which of makes course. sense. Um, level ninety nine, of course, of course we're level ninety nine. That's how that works. Uh, alignment, of course, that's important when you're building a character guy because you got to build you got to build in your character's morality. Now, 
you know, there was some discussion about this on the Discord with Drellish, who um, wanted to voice that he actually feels like I'm chaotic evil because he feels like I'm, you know, kind of <laughs> random with my evilness. Whereas I don't know, like I actually disagree with that. I actually go with mm. true, uh, with neutral evil. It's kind of how okay. I look at myself, myself or my my character, anyways. Because, you know, I may be, I may do evil deeds, Garrett, but um, mm-hmm. they're not random. They're very much planned out, and they're they're for my own personal benefit, which is kind of how neutral evil is kind of alignment is really set up in a lot of ways. Okay. So, whereas chaotic evil is more like. You're you're basically the Joker from Dark Knight, you're and you crazy. just want to see the world burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I'm I'm looking. Is there? Oh, okay. So neutral neutral means true neutral. Yes. That. Oh, okay. I you, can, you can, or a lot of times on on most character sheets, you don't even write true neutral. You just write neutral. Ah, that seems like um, uh, like like the I don't know if. It's a reference from Futurama, the, like the people that are just so mid and so boring. I forgot what they're yes. called, but but anyways, um, yeah, no, I agree. Neutral evil is pretty good. I think you know, uh, it's not like it's unpredictable. You know, chaotic <laughs> evil is like I am very unpredictable. I am gonna be evil, like no matter what kind of choice or whatever. But neutral evil, you kind of have some sort of tangible logic. There's like a thought process there because because again like you're chaotic evil you're just being neutral for or being evil just for the hell of it or you're just Mm -hmm. again like you you do bad things just because you they're bad and not because you know you have like an actual plan involved and lawful evil is more like you're you're like very 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 thorough so yes which is not really like like uh you know uh Thrawn in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, and, and yeah. a lot of the comparisons that Josh was making on the Discord was Darth Vader, who also kind of fits in that category too. I don't know about that, to be honest with you. I, I kind of disagree with that. Yeah. The, because I think, you know, and okay, we're not going into Star Wars. Sorry, we're, we're going to yeah. pull out of that one. But, Just yeah. yank us out okay. of there, Garrett. Just yeah. get us out of here, Chewie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Neutral so, evil. Got it. So Sounds anyways. Good. So now that we've got established my alignment, we can go through my character stats because I, I, you know, brought up my character stats, Gary. You know, I, I, I'm not very strong, so strength is obviously my weakest stat. You know, just okay. like any good wizard. Sounds is. good. <laughs> I mean, I'm also very weak in real life, Garrett. I'm not really that strong. Um, <laughs> you know, dexterity. I'm not super dexterous. I can't. You're not seeing me do parkour or anything like that. So, like, mm-hmm. dexterity is like my second lowest stat. Um, constitution. You know, my vital- vitality is okay, but it's not like. I'm also not super healthy, so that's why it's in the kind of the middle, the middle of the pack for for okay. a lot of these. Uh, next good. up, charisma, where it's like you know I I can be suave at times, Garrett, with when I'm talking in NPR style voice like this. I can I be, it. but uh, I'm not. I, I'm I'm also it's also not my best trait, so it's kind of like third from the top. Um, and then wisdom, you know, I'm 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 old, so I'm quite wise. So um, like any good wizard. Wisdom okay. is going to be a high stat for you. Um, mm-hmm. And then intelligence, of course, the number one stat for me, you know, because uh, I don't know. I, I like I, I feel like I have an, you know, above average intelligence. So yes. and, and for, a, for, for a, mages. Yeah. And for a for wizard, an the most yeah. important stat is your intelligence. I like the number. Good representation of uh, uh, it's the nicest <laughs> of all numbers, Garrett. Nicest of all numbers, right there. Sixty nine, nice. Well, we also so. have to leave ourselves some room to grow here because, like, 
when we get to, we can't just max out all of our stats at 99 because, you know, we'll get to the point where we just can't do that anymore. So um, special, yeah. So special abilities and skills. These are of course the, the benchmark of any good arc mage. Of course you got magic missile. I've referenced, in fact, all these spells I've referenced at least one episode of the RPG cave, every single one of these, at least once. Okay, cool. I like it. uh, magic missile. I've mentioned that on the show multiple times. Um, of course, that's like the the classic D and D spell. Um, mm-hmm. You got arcane knowledge because you know Garrett. I know a lot about games, so I've got the arcane knowledge, just like, like any it. good wizard would have. Uh, lightning bolt. You know, another good offensive spell. Blizzard, kind of my my m- most powerful offensive spell. That, that's and, a Pokemon move. I love it. Yeah, so and then because I'm neutral evil, Garrett, I decided to actually incorporate mind control. It's mm. one of my spells as well, because, you know, I can, you know, take over the minds of people and have them do my bidding, because that seems like mm. fun. Can, can you explain to me a little bit more? Is it like just, is it just living beings? Is it certain races or is it just? Well, they have to have a mind, Garrett. That's, they have to have some some, some form of intelligence. I see. I see. Sounds yeah. good. Like I can't okay. just take over like something that does is very primitive. Like I can't take over a random fish. And then mm. have the it can try and control the fish because it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Our brains just aren't built the same way. I definitely know where you got mind control from. It's definitely from Yu Gi Oh, right? Uh, actually, it's well, uh, it's more of a force <laughs> thing going back to Star Wars because of I gotcha. Naruto, the Elder Republic. But that is also a Yu Gi Oh reference. Very good, Garrett. <laughs> got um, it. And then under my, the equipment, Garrett, this is this is just for flavor right here. The sacred text is my one piece of equipment. The sacred text. You don't even have an outfit. You just <laughs> you just have a little, you know, uh, caveman, uh, you know, slip going on, and then you just have the sacred text that is scrolled up to the Look, side. Of, I just of got that. really lazy. Okay, what do you want me? What do you want from me? <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, I didn't want to fill in the rest of the stuff to be honest. But I mean, again, like we could have talked about this all night, but we're not going to do. Of that. course, of course. Of course. So, th- so that's my current character, Garrett. So I'm gonna. I'm going to unshare my screen. Because okay. I, I also feel like we got to talk about you, the elf medic. All right. So my character name is Alfonso Abinado. All right. Alfonso has always been my alias D&D name. I don't know why. I just find it. Um, it's a true name. It is a, it is a, uh, a name people have. So I don't want to make fun of it. But I love using it as an alias in my D&D characters. Ebonado, I, I don't know where I got it from. I think, I think it, you know, it grew inspiration of Edmonton, Canada, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, Sean Capri's hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, that just spurred into my mind. And I was like, I'm going to mix it up like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So we're going to put an, an auto at the end. So yeah, there you go. Alfonso Ebonado, classes medic. And I don't, yeah, that's not a real class in D and D. So of course not. I had to, I had well, to doctor be... isn't either, Garrett. But I had to change it. <sighs> well, anyways, I had to because be you were the Elf Ranger well. to start at the very first episode. You were the Elf Ranger mm, to start, and I changed it. Um. So my level is ninety nine. Of course, mm-hmm. my armor type is medium. I don't know if we want to fill that in, but I felt uh, like. I was a good balance between heavy and light. Well, clearly so I had no me, equipment, yeah. so I had no clothes on, Garrett. So my armor type was nothing. You're pretty light. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty light. <laughs> so my alignment is actually chaotic 
neutral. Um, and I'm just going to go into this a little bit of the background of Alfonso here. Um, he, you know, he's been really, I, I'm going to pull a huge cliche theme here, but he, he was an elf, you know, well, he is still an elf. He, he was, was within, an elf? What did he, he become was, after he was an elf? <laughs> he was in the, you know, high elf empire, you know, part of the army, you know, in the battles. He was leading a group and he is, his class is medic and, you know, he's been through many, many battles and then he's against the orcs and the dark elves. And he soon realizes that actually the high elf empire are the ones that are the oppressors, you know, um, being the ones that controlling everything. So he decided to go rogue and it's like, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't want to be shackled into this, you know, factory line military drum machine that is the high elf empire and just went off an adventure with Ryan. He's like, yeah, that, that's a weird, uh, naked dude with a scroll of paper. <laughs> I'm going to go on. And- <laughs> he looks like a smart dude. I'm going to well, go with hold him. on, Garrett. The yeah. secret text might be long enough to just be my clothing. That's true. Uh, that, that's another way to go about it. And that's, uh, that can protect you on, on, on certain occasions, for sure, in, in the counters. So. I mean, they do have magical power, Garrett. They're infused with magical powers. <sighs> Anyways, I am chaotic neutral because of that. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be aligned with anything. I am, and I don't want to mean it that I'm true neutral. I want to be like I'm still a little bit unpredictable too, because I just don't. I don't trust a lot of people or something like that. Right. You're, you're the um, dude with the tinfoil hat saying, I want to believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, so here are my six stats. And I'll, I'll just go from top to bottom here. Strength, I'm not that strong either, to be honest yeah. with you, Ryan. So we're kind of low at a 28. You're not just picking up couches and throwing them at people? No, I wish I could, um, but I'm a little too weak for that. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, muscly arm tank, you know, right. it's, I, I use my other advantages. Intelligence, pretty high. I feel like he, this, this guy's a pretty sharp dude because he knows the ways of, I would say alchemy and potions, but right. also pretty good at, uh, you know, um, uh, other things and, and battle pretty tactical. Uh, wisdom pretty low cause he's, he's not, he's not wise. He's pretty, still pretty young. He's just, yeah. you know, he's being rebellious too. He's, he's getting away from everything and trying to figure out his own path. So still low there. And then dexterity is pretty mid actually low mid. Yeah. He's, he's not really like, you know, really handy with a bow. He's not very accurate, you know, the highest accurate, but he's in the middle of the bunch constitution, pretty high. Because, you know, he's been through, he's a, he's a seasoned veteran, you know, he's, he has a lot of vitality in him, a lot of, uh, will. And then, uh, charisma, pretty low too. Uh, he's, he's not a good, he's a smooth talker or anything like that. He just goes wherever he wants to do. So yeah. he is at pretty low, 33. So seems there fair. you go. Seems like, it seems like stats, I don't, I don't know. They're not like super balanced. But at the same time, they make mm-hmm. sense with the way you explain things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. Here oh my God, are, you actually wrote all this out. I love I it. I did. Well, okay. I, I, I borrowed some from like 
the D&D homebrew website, D&D handbook. So I'm, I'm not going to go through like the details or whatever, but yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, don't feel like you have to read all this out. Yeah, no. Basic spell, heal. You know, I can heal people in, in, You're a in medic. the party. I'm a, I'm a freaking medic, okay? I got a spell. At least that's like my one like big spell, you know, that okay. is to make sure that the party is healing. My second, uh, you know, speller skill here is uh, a bludgeoning mace. So I basically can infuse some magic into my mace weapon and kind of just bludgeon damage uh, my enemies because, you know, he was in the army. He was in battles a lot. He had to do some damage too. So there you go. He had to do some of that. Um, subclass. This one was fun because um, <laughs> this is not in D&D. This was a right. homebrew thing. Uh, so he's proficient in, uh, you know, the herbalism kit. So you can make another recipe potions and there's a lot of like ingredients associated with that. Um, and then he typically can make two common potions and one uncommon potion as well. Uh, so there you go. And then uh, fourth skill. Oh, no, no, the last two is pretty fun. Okay, okay. so this this fourth one is called Command. It's actually a spell in D&D. Um, but basically, it's just like, I wouldn't say it's mind control, but it's more like just a one-word enchantment. Like mm-hmm. you could do some basic commands to a, a certain, um, like another enemy or another creature or whatever, um, can bend to that will or whatever. But it's one word. It's one command. It's not like I am fully grasping you in mind control. It's yeah. It's like kind of an you know you're a little less invasive than someone like me is. Um, mm-hmm. Also, also that ability is literally uh, you're just Lelouch from Code Geass, Garrett, which is an anime. Oh well, there you go. I'm 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 glad I'm that. Um, but basically, that one is from actually. Um, oh man, why am I forgetting the the game I played? What's what's the game I I played earlier this year? That was uh, from the Genesis. Oh, oh what did Force. I? Shining Force. I don't yeah. know. why I was thinking Star Force. That wasn't it. The Shining Force. Yeah, that that's where it comes from. Nice. Uh, um. All right. All right. Let's. Oh, there. There's the image too. Um. Yeah. But here, here's my last spell, Spontaneous Combustion. Uh, this is uh, Alfonso's ultimate ability. To uh, He has a genetic trait to manipulate living things and mitochondria and cells. And uh, basically... <laughs> you just got this from Parasite Eve. <laughs> Don't say that. Garrett Gar- officially just built a character that's just Eve from Parasite Eve. <laughs> I'm so glad that <laughs> I had Parasite Eve had such a profound impact on Garrett. It really does. It is the legendary genetic trait of Alfonso. And that's why the High Elf, you know, was re- uh, really attracted to him as a leader and a major weapon in the army. Uh, it's, it's, it's because of spontaneous combustion, but it comes at a great cost. It can only, you know, it's only for a certain duration and then. He is incapacitated for the rest of the battle. So mm-hmm. there you go. Spontaneous combustion. My God. That is that is it. That is I am I am done. I'm gonna stop sharing this now. Garrett, you put way too much thought into this, and I love it. I love that I, you went the extra mile with this. You even have harder with it than up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved making this character. 
you know, um, there's a certain game that we kind of glossed over and missed this whole series. And when I was making this character, I'm like, man, that game sounds really good now. I won't mention what that game is because I I know a lot of people know what I mean. So there you go. Wild Arms 2, isn't it, Garrett? It is Wild Wild Arms Arms, Yes, on the PlayStation 1 is definitely Wild Arms 2. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad I was able to guess. It was it was it was really actually Robocop uh, Rogue City instead. That's a really good game, by the way. The demo for that game was super fun. Of course you had to bring in that game in there. Look, I look. It's the game that you know we don't deserve, but people really want. You know. Yes. It's it's uh wow. I, I've seen the demo. It's a it's it's an interesting looking game. In that game like you it. actually can throw chairs and tables at people. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, so those are our characters so far, Garrett, our characters as they currently exist. But, you know, as we've mentioned before, we're we're, we're trying to fight the bosses and they're just doing nothing. We're we're taking some serious damage, like Garrett's having to spam his heal command quite frequently. He's just press. He's just keep he keeps pressing H on the keyboard, trying to heal. I'm me. running out MP here. Yeah, it's just not working because we because you know we don't really have a tank for the party, Garrett. And even that, it's like you know my spells are barely doing anything. Like I I was throwing magic missiles and lightning bolts and just nothing was happening. So it's it's about time, Garrett, that we actually level up our characters and you know give ourselves some new classes to go along okay. with that. So sounds good. I put some thought into this one, and again, I didn't want to create a class that's specifically a D&D class. I mean, I could have done that, um, but I didn't want to do something like that for myself, Garrett. So um, as I, you know, type in some stuff here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen now of my new character sheet that we're going to start filling out. Um, there we go. So this is my new, I mean, of course, using Microsoft Paint in order to go ahead and do this um so first of all garrett our new levels are going to be levels uh they're going to be level 199 i like i feel like we i feel like we give ourselves another 100 episodes before we have to revisit this topic again so i like 199 are new levels um i'm keeping of course my alignment the same is and my character name the same of course of course okay so i thought about it a little bit i thought about our party garrett our party makeup because you know our party makeup, we have we ha- currently have a wizard and a and a and, a, and a, like a support character. So it's like, mm-hmm. what what does our party need, Garrett? Our party needs more than a support character and kind of like our uh, a a uh, like a wizard. So um, I came up with the idea of well being like, well, okay, I need to do kind of what I like to do in most role playing games is I don't usually actually like playing the wizard character. But I like to play a character that's a fusion of mm-hmm. magic and uh, attacking. Like I think that that's always mm-hmm. kind of been my jam. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why in World of Warcraft, my main class is shaman because I love kind of the idea of you know hand to hand combat, but then also I'm slinging spells. Like I kind mm-hmm. of love that kind of spell cat uh, spell pattern. Um, it's also one of the reasons why I like paladins a lot because even though they're goody two shoes in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the fact that they also kind of mix in spells with attacking, but they're more like the support spells that Garrett's going to be doing that. So not going to go mm-hmm. in that direction. Um, not only that, but I'm fairly evil Garrett. So I can't just, I, I, you know, the, 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 the church will just kick me out if I try and be a paladin um, or I'll just have to renounce my evil ways, which that's not happening either. 
So mm-hmm. um, what I decided to actually do is something um, that you see in a lot of other RPGs is I want to do a character that's kind of like a, a paladin where it's more of a, like a knight character. Um, okay. But I'm also like spell slinging and having some like evil magic essentially. Um, mm. So my new character class is going to be dark Lord is my new character class. Garrett. Okay. And the I level like 199 it. Dark Lord. Not Dark Lord of the Sith. Just just a Dark Lord. Because, you know, lords are kind of like the um the the evolution of knights in a lot of ways. So it's kind of like taking a promoted knight class, but and then mixing it with like a promoted wizard class and kind of fusing them together. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm going for. Which is in a lot of ways, in a lot of RPGs, they usually refer to that. Like in D anD D, that's kind of referred to as uh, a blackguard. Is is what that's usually referred to as, um, where they're kind of like the dark paladins, essentially. Or mm-hmm. you've got uh, dark knights from Final Fantasy um, fourteen, as well as the other Final Fantasy games as well. Like those kind of fit this mold. Or death knights from World of Warcraft kind of fill this mold as well. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm going for with this character. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Um, that way, you know, I'll get a little bit more resiliency. So even though, you know, my strength before was not great, Garrett, with this new promotion, uh, my my strength stat is going to go up a little bit. It's going to go up to uh, at least 40 now with this new brand, brand new promotion and going up, you know, 100 levels goes up a little bit. Um, intelligence going to remain fairly high because, you know, I didn't I didn't get any dumber with this or anything like that. And I, I need, I still need to, you know, good intelligence to sling spells. And honestly, Garrett, That's true. I feel like I'm, you know, a semi smart person. Sometimes I, I, sometimes. I, sometimes I show, you know, shades of brilliance. So, um, I'm going to say that goes up to about 79 instead of 69. Cause you know, I kind of want to leave myself 10 points. Nice. Yes. Um, wisdom, you know, I'm still pretty wise. It's still going to go up from what I had before, but again, not a huge jump. We'll go, to, we'll go to 71 for wisdom. Okay. Is what we're going to do there. Um, dexterity, you know, I'm going to be like a, a attacking slash mage class, Garrett. Dexterity is still not my jam. You're still not going to see me parkouring mm-hmm. any, over any walls or anything like that. So honestly, mm-hmm. it doesn't really go anywhere. It, it stays at, you know, 35 is where my dexterity mm-hmm. stays at this point. Because, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm not hopping over walls. Uh, constitution, you know, I'm a little bit more hardy now, Garrett. Because I can get kind of uh-huh. in the front lines with, uh, with you know my my new weapon of choice that we'll get into in a little bit. So I would say Constitution was in the forties before. That um, now goes up to fifty five. It's where it's going to sit at okay. level one hundred ninety nine. And then Charisma um, is one of those stats too that you know this class doesn't really increase it at all. Um, and if anything, I'm just more evil now, so people just probably like me less if that happens. So. <laughs> Um, probably still stays at the, you know, with a 55, you know, number similar to what it was before. It goes up a couple points, cool. but that's kind of all it does at this point. Um, then we'll, we'll, we'll change, change the font size, Garrett, cause it's time to get into special abilities and skills and whatnot. So, um, first of all, I've got to bring up, bring back an old, an old favorite Garrett. In fact, the font's still a little big for this. This little box is too, too big. So uh, we got to bring got back this. an old favorite, Arcane Knowledge Returns. Okay. Because, you Sounds know, I'm good. still still fairly wise. I know RPGs. I know video games. You know, that's a, that's a thing. So that part uh, hasn't really changed. 
Um, but what has changed is the nature of my magic because the magic that, you know, my character had before Garrett was very elemental based. You know, I wasn't, you know, incorporating my evil nature into my spell casting. Whereas um, this is, whereas that's kind of what's happening this time where now I'm kind of, you know, using my evil power, evilness and infusing it with my spells to do some interesting stuff. So my first, first spell is going to be corruption uh, where, you know, I, I, it's mm. more of like a damage over time on the enemies, Garrett, where, um, okay. they kind of break down and rot from the inside out when I cast it on them, because of course, that, of course that's what happens. But next up, uh, you know, I've got, I need an attacking skill, Garrett, because I don't currently have an attacking skill. I didn't really need it before as an archmage because I, you know, I, I had just, I just had some sacred texts. I didn't really have any weapons, so I didn't need attacking skills. Um, but evil strike is going to be my, you know, attacking my main kind of attacking skill where, you know, okay. kind of like the bludgeoning, uh, strength Mace. that you had on yours. Yeah. yeah. Something similar cool. to that. Um, and we'll get into my, my weapon in a little bit. Um, my next one, I'm going to bring back another old favorite, but I'm going to evolve it a little bit and call it Corrupting Influence, where mm. um, instead of doing just mind control on one target, I can I can have you know my fill of it where I can corrupt a group of individuals. So now it's kind of like an, a- an area effect ability, Garrett. We're now you know if we're we're up against multiple enemies in the dungeon, the RPG cave dungeon if you will, um, mm-hmm. I can kind of, you know, corrupt the enemies and bring them over to our side, bring like bend them to our will, Garrett, as you will. All right, then. I like it. Yeah. And then uh, my final, final ability, my ultimate bu- ability, as you will, Garrett, is um, Meteor Strike. Mm. So, you know, I was tempted to call this ability something like Apocalypse or something just just very, very silly. Um, but I kind of like Meteor, meteor Strike where, you know, I'm summoning a meteor um, that, that will then fuse with my sword and, you know, deal like a ton of damage to the enemy. Like that's kind of my I think that's a Pokemon process. move too, for sure. I mean, I don't know enough about Pokemon, so I didn't rip it off from them, I swear. But... <laughs> There you go. Those are my five arcing knowledge, corruption, evil strike, corrupting influence, and meteor strike. Of course, when it, when we move over to a, the equipment side, Garrett, you know, we got the sacred text. The, or the, yeah. The I hope you get, you get some clothes. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Now, so we got the secret text. I, I, of course, now have a weapon, Garrett, at this point. That's good. And, you know, uh, you, I could be um you could have a, a a number of great weapons but honestly the one that i love is just i love a, a really good claymore or i should say um uh corrupted uh, big sword. yeah corrupted okay right. claymore all right because I, I i love claymores i, I like the, the 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 class fantasy of having like a really big sword like a sword, sword that's just too big for you kind of like yeah. the old final fantasy meme um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I like a good Claymore when it comes to, you know, D&D and stuff like that. So, um, and, and the Corrupted Claymore is a little bit, a little bit evil, right? I could even refer to it as like a Cursed Claymore. I think that'd be good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I my like armor, um, I've got like a, again, I'm not going to break down, you know, the boots and the cloak and everything else, Garrett, but it's going to be, you know, uh, a heavy armor set is what I'm wearing. 
Okay. It's kind of what I'm going with. Like, like I'm not like I'm one step away from just wearing like the 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 like clinkety clank armor, like the knight armor that someone yeah, like yeah. that would you, better. You're not a tank, but you're one step below. I'm getting there. You're getting, I'm there. getting there. Yeah. I like so, it. Yeah, so that's kind of my equipment set there. Um, so what do you think? I think that's I think that's that's that, how I, I feel like pretty set, happy man. with a, a good a good set with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? No, Gary? this this is good. Um, that is definitely going to help us out in future episodes and uh, clearing out those monsters. You know, I like you're you're doubling down on your alignment, neutral right. evil, and just well, I'm making it part of my, part of my character. You know, and more mm-hmm. than just the way I act, Garrett. Mm-hmm. I'm using corruption I'm using the, the, and evil. Yeah, I'm like using evil to like make myself more powerful, mm-hmm. just like a true Sith would, Garrett. Yeah, that's true. That's that's good. So once again, the go. third Star Wars reference tonight, Garrett. I, I, I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in fact, Garrett, Garrett, after the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually save these and I'm gonna put them in the Discord so people can cool. see them. That sounds good. There you go. So that's my new character, the level 199 Dark Lord. I got to get used to saying that every single episode of the show, Garrett. Um, but now it is your turn. Now I'm I'm curious to know mm-hmm. what what Alfonso does next. <laughs> so I actually, oh man, I I think I I didn't write this one up. The next one, okay. I I didn't know how we were gonna do this. So I'm just gonna give you some hints. And then I'll give you full-on skills and details later. How about that? So that was my original configuration, right? Alfonso Abinado, class medic. Now, I think, um, you know, Alfonso, he had to rely on his uh, on a little bit of magic skill in order right. to, like, be qualified for the army, you know. And he, he was a support character, first and foremost. He was healing and all that. But now he's going on adventures with this this weird naked guy with a piece of paper. Not he naked anymore. Any, he, he, yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't need to heal this guy anymore. You know, he, he doesn't need to be as supportive of, of uh, Ryan Turford over here. Um, so he actually kind of shade off his, his magic skills a little bit. He could still do them if he wants to like, you know, as like a kind of a low last, you know, trip type of thing in battle. But he, he kind of, he hasn't improved that at all. But he's he's going to be less of a medic now. And he's really leaned on to more damage focused and but more alchemy focused too. Okay. So he's going to actually be a battle alchemist. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, so he is now more of an attack character he gave up his rod. He has like this kind of made up sword type of thing that he's infused with alchemy. Um, he's doubling down on his herb and potion craft making. Um, and he's 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 pretty proficient at it now to the point that he uses more for it for his, uh, you know, his damage than anything else. Of course, he can do the typical heals and debuffs as every alchemist should. Um, but he is doubling down on damage now, being a battle alchemist. So let me switch that over to level 199. Yeah, just tick over the clock there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, he, oh my gosh, did I misspell neutral? 
Did I actually Look, do? It's oh, fine. I saw it earlier, oh, but I just God. didn't mention it because it's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I trust me, guys. I'm a doctor. It's the right spelling. Um, Look, we're very okay. smart on this show. Okay, Garrett? It, very, very smart. Okay, armor type is still going to be medium. He doesn't need to enhance to go up or down on this. Yeah. On his armor class, he's still kind of a balanced set in terms of Because you're also armor. not taking the brunt of the damage. Like, I'm I'm taking mm-hmm. the brunt of the damage this time. Yes, definitely. Um, but with his abilities, you know, um, being a battle alchemist, he has increased strength quite considerably, actually. And he's going up to 55, actually. Jesus, he, he really is, is going to start lifting couches and throwing them. He... Did not skip that leg day. Let me tell you, Ryan. So there you go. Is his strength has has double almost doubled in fold. Uh, he, he subscribed so to Miles go. of Amanda's fitness classes. He he, he definitely does. Um, <laughs> his intelligence has increased a little bit uh, due to his alchemy knowledge now. Um, but he, he lessened on the magic abilities and skills. So it's kind of balancing right. out uh, for this. So he only went up a little bit. He's he's only up to 68 now yeah. with this intelligence. And like I said, you, got, you want to leave mm-hmm. yourself like some room to grow a little bit too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wisdom, he I don't think he got any wiser. <laughs> um, so he is probably still like 27. He, he's yeah. he's not that wise. Let me I also you. feel like wisdom's like a stat that has no bearing on that type of profession at all in any way exactly you don't need wisdom for this type of uh class going on here more strength constitution and intelligence dexterity though his his dexterity went up uh quite a bit we'll put it up to 56 um because now he is pretty uh accurate with his you know his his portions his his alchemy making and he's pretty accurate he's pretty knowledgeable too within battle he's quick you know, mm-hmm. um, well, so you're so an elf you too, which, you know, factors mm-hmm. in a little bit because elves by their very nature are very agile creatures. That's true. That is true. Um, constitution. Um, he didn't go up by much on this one, to be honest yeah. with you. Right. Probably he, still until probably taking very similar amounts of damage. Yeah. Very similar amounts of damage. 58. And it's just two points higher. His charisma. I feel like it went down to 30. Because he, he 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 did not gain any kind of charisma throughout his his adventures. He is still just uh you know uh, cold hearted. He, he he's within his own beliefs, but he's chaotic as well. So yeah, he he has no logic kind of behind him. He doesn't trust anyone still, except yeah. for this old guy now with the heavy armor set. Um, so there you go, Alfonso Abinado crazier than ever level 199 not a medic anymore but a battle alchemist and he can still heal you but um it's not his priority anymore he he doesn't need to heal people anymore you you became you you changed from being um lelouch from code gias to now edward elric from full metal alchemist I understood that reference, so See? there you go. I, I like it. I like it a lot. He's also um, the only like Edward El- El- Elric. By the way, is probably the only battle alchemist I know that's in existence. <laughs> Besides, maybe there's one in Altelier, but I don't know enough mm-hmm. about those games. That is well. There's definitely some inspiration from from uh, 
atelier for sure yeah. within this 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 character. Um, I am I I want to wait on the skills because I really want to think about this. Sure. So I'm gonna wait till next episode. It will give it like maybe ten or fifteen minutes of just we'll like put, we'll put a pin in it. We'll put, put a pin on the skill because I really want to get creative on this one. There is some good homebrew stuff. I actually looked up. There is a battle alchemist class in D and D five E. So I'm going to okay. kind of take a look at that as well. Um, just, just know that his battle mace made a rod thing or whatever is that that's long gone. He has now picked up a cool sword that has actually has, it's like a, like kind of like a chainsaw, like, you know, one of those like husk Ooh. or thorns on the sides and top to make yeah. sure he has some extra spike and slash damage to, his enemies um his shield is still the same it's of it's still of magic energy is still pretty good um but yeah i i want to wait it out on the um battle alchemist before i, I just want to read into it more and mm-hmm. make sure i i, I get it. but you know, of course you know he still has spontaneous combustion of course um, <laughs> his ultimate just, skill remains the same just like his because it, it, his that's his legendary genetic trait Combustion. Yeah. See, there you Jesus go. <laughs> I love it. Good I love God. It so the, much. the battle alchemist that can make people spontaneously combust. Hey man. They, that's that's uh you know, everyone has his ultimate ability. His has gotta be you setting things on fire. Only living things though, you know. That's true. They, you gotta have a mitochondria. You you gotta have that. Of course. I, I would rather just make people rot from the inside, Garrett. That just seems much more fun to me. Than yeah, no, that fire. makes sense. Yeah. But, well, there you go. We're both evil in that sense. <laughs> oh, my God. We've become the most evil party ever, Garrett. I love it. I love it so much. It's a, it's a good – we have a good party going. I think uh, so, For too. the next 100 episodes, I, yeah. I, I feel like we're going to make it through – a lot of the challenges. Okay, Garrett. But uh, mm-hmm. um, before we go, Garrett, first of all, mm-hmm. this is so cool. I, I really enjoyed us going through our characters. And, like and we'll it. have to revisit this in another 100 episodes when we can't keep up with the enemies again. We got, we'll have to level our characters again. We'll do another one of these at some point. And mm-hmm. I, I imagine, you know, I already see minds starting to turn in the Discord already. Being like, we need to come up with like a D&D campaign for Riot and Garrett to go on with these characters. Or that would like be that. insane. If it, yeah. you know, I I know some of those fans out there uh, are are good uh, dungeon masters. Um, hit us up. We we'll do a short short campaign. Uh, just we'll, just to we'll entertain the audience. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do it. You can't stop us. I need to get a set of dice, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, well, you can Better use mind. online dice. There's online resources for that, Garrett. That's true. But uh, Garrett, before we go. We got two questions this week from the community, and believe it or not, both of them are D&D related. I love um, it. The best part about this is that Drellish's question, which I'm about to read, came in before I even mentioned what the topic of the show was. So I just mentioned that the show was going to be very nerdy this week, but that's all I had said about it. And this is yeah. the question we received, which is so on point that I have to give Drellish question credit for this. It's almost like he knew. 
what we were going to talk about. So, uh, Josh says, who was your most endearing D&D character you ever rolled up with, and what made him or her so memorable? For me, it was Drellish, an elvenish initiate of the Order of the Bow, who started off as chaotic good, but moved to chaotic neutral after years of adventuring made him disillusioned with the world. He started dabbling in the arcane arts, as well as poisoning, turning him into an arcane archer. He, we also used to play Advanced Dungeons & Dragons for a three- to four-year period once a week with lots of Oreos and beer, and I was playing as Drellish for most of that period. He has been my persona for almost 30 years now and actually represents a facet of me I truly enjoy. A little sinister at times, but never truly evil. Do you have? <laughs> do you, any of you have someone memorable that you still think of today? Wow. First of all, great wow. question, Garrett. And I love kind of his kind of origins of the Drellish name. Yeah, that's in, true. in here, which is with his with his character, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um so we actually talked about this on the pen and paper episode, Garrett. And if, mm-hmm. if like almost a month ago or two months ago, I think, when we did that episode. Um, where we talked a little bit about our experiences with D and D and with pen and paper games. And Garrett, I just don't think you had any, right? As far as I'm no, aware. Not, I mean, like, I, I make characters, but I don't really remember. I remember, uh, I don't know if it's Alfonso or, or some other name, but I did make, like, a thief, a rogue. I actually did um, one memorable character. I don't, I don't remember the name, but I had a character in a D&D campaign that was based on Avatar The Last Airbender okay. world. Um, and I love Avatar The Last Airbender. If... If someone can make a good D and D campaign out of that world, I would be just like into it one hundred percent. And but it eventually became, you, you know, uh, in the Last Airbender, you can bend the four elements: air, water, earth, and fire, and then you can mix those two together if you want. I eventually became a lava bender in mine, so okay. it was it was pretty cool uh, going through that adventure and making that character as a lava bender. And we actually associated with that with the D and D uh 5e classes like whatever classes you want there's definitely a lot of homebrew stuff out there too um so yeah that's that's probably my most memorable character is that one okay um as for me a lot of my my fun experiences didn't actually come from D um because we played D D in high school um and in fact that was really the last time i played D um where i played as a paladin um because i was obsessed with paladins at the time and i was gonna be the goody two-shoes of the party garrett do only nice things, which nice. doesn't sound like a Ryan Turford way of doing things. But at the time, the time I thought that that was the the correct correct path to go. Um, but but uh, we actually get, got kept getting our party into questionable situations, Garrett. Where you know it maybe our campaign was built a little bit more with evil or neutral characters in mind. Um, mm-hmm. because you know, we were, doing, God forbid, there was a quest we were doing drug runs and I'm just like, okay, I love it. my Smuggling. paladin just, my pat, my paladin just is like upset that this is the party he's with <laughs> at this point. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. I think, I think I need to change character classes. And then I was about to change character classes, Garrett, but then we just stopped playing. So <laughs> we just never got around to it. So most of my fun times actually with, with pen and paper games and was actually not with D&D, but it was with uh, Advanced Fighting Fantasy, which we talked about on, mm. on the pen and paper episode, where it's kind of like a, a spinoff like, of D&D, where um, you know, it's, it works very similarly where you still have your character sheet that you're building out and you're leveling your character. Um, but there are some interesting quirks to it. For example, 
when you're creating a character, you don't get to choose your race or your class yourself. Mm. It is left up to random chance, just like if you were born. Because, you know, Garrett, when you're, when you're, you know, you, you were born, you didn't just get to I choose was. that you wanted to be a human, human being <laughs> that was male. Like, that, that's Says not you. how. Well, okay, maybe you did, but most people don't. <laughs> most people don't work that way, right? So that's true. Um, that's true. You usually just getting get born as whatever. So um, what would happen is our friend Scott would have, who is the dungeon master, like he'd have a list of all the different races you can end up as, because this game also allowed you to play monster races as okay. well as normal humanoid races, um, and then character classes that would go along with them. So. My most memorable character was one I got um, that uh, I made where it was a beast character, so not actually a human character, um, because I was basically a half-man, half-pterodactyl, uh, kind of like the character Sauron from the X-Men, if you've, ever, if you've ever you know read the X-Men or seen the X-Men 90s cartoon, where like, you know, I had like the wings of a pterodactyl, but I got, had, you know, legs of a human what is this i i can't even imagine this like yeah this is this is pretty hard it's like generating in my head and i'm like i don't like this so I, so i would so i was like a half man hair half pterodactyl um but also a barbarian was my character class so i was like very 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 strong um I, I, i'm gonna pull up a, a picture real quick just to put it in garrett's mind because i'm uh, I, I want to show this off real quick because uh, I, I it's it sounds like an alchemist mistake like uh like that's what that looks like oh boy I don't know no I'm good w- yeah. is this even a it, this looks like the Metroid villain he's no? a, yeah, like Ridley a little bit yeah Ridley, so yeah. uh Sauron is actually like he's the, the one of the main villains well, not one of the main villains he's one of the side villains in X-Men he's a mutant um but he lives in like the savage land which is like a prehistoric land that exists in Antarctica in that universe but okay anyways so my signature move Garrett with that character was I would whereas I I would get up close to the enemies and then take them and then shove their heads through my beak and basically impale them <laughs> that okay. was my my crazy move because I was a, because I was a barbarian. Like I would critical hit like when I would use that move and just instantly kill people or just instantly kill some of the strongest enemies in the game. So I remember just being like stupidly overpowered because I was because I randomly rolled this beast character with the barbarian class. So I was so strong that it was just like ridiculous. We we like we had so much fun just going around the world and and doing fun fun adventures together. So. That's the character I remember the most. Was that, my, that sounds very memorable? <laughs> yes, yeah. For for all the reasons that again, like you would never see that kind of thing in D anD. d So it was cool to do, cool to actually see something like that. Whereas you know, a lot of the other characters I kind of played um, were mostly melee focused characters, so mm-hmm. warriors, um, you know, uh, rogues, things like that. Like that was more my more my thing in D anD. d Never really played like a ranged character. In Dungeons and Dragons, I never played like an archer or like a spellcaster of any kind. Got it. But, yeah. Which is weird because that's the total opposite of my playstyle now. So mm-hmm. there you go. And that's then, true. other question: Savoy Prime asks, "What are your favorite D and D based games? What character class fits you best?" Well, again, mm. if you want to go back and listen to our our discussion about our favorite D and D based games, again, go back and listen to the the pen and paper 
RPG episode because we we kind of do that there. We we kind of mm-hmm. break down kind of our favorite games there. Um, like uh, and I don't know if we'll, we'll we'll answer it here, I guess. But like I like um, like the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games. I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like we talked about it before, but like I'm not super into CRPGs, so I don't really like the the Baldur's Gate style, Icewind Dale style, you know. Role playing game, like I'm not into those kind mm-hmm. of things. So mm-hmm. it's it was just harder for me to get into D, a lot of D and D based video games. Um, but I would, say, but that's why I like Dark Alliance because it was like an action RPG. It was basically just Diablo, but in the D and D universe. Um, or there's Forgotten Realms Demon Stone, which was made by the ma- one of the creators of Diablo, which was uh, on the original Xbox, and that game is really good too. So um, those are the type of games I'm into. Um, so I, I don't know, but, uh, Garrett, have you really liked D and D video games at all? Not too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. Um, yeah. it's like, I don't know. I I've tried, uh, divinity original sin too. And it's just, I, that one's so slow to start, I think. <laughs> um, but once I get past a certain part, I, I, I probably would be, I think I would be really into a D and D based game. Yeah. It's just, I think approaching it. And like the mindset of it, right? I I like to play games n- not necessarily for a D and D based game, more simplified than that. And that's why I like Bethesda RPGs because I think the character building's there, but it's not a you know a hardcore D and D rule set based game. It's just you know it has some of those elements uh, in there for yeah. sure. That's um, why like I like. Yeah. Games like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which is also kind of based off the yeah. D&D ruled set, even though it's set in the Star Wars universe. Um, but I just like the action is just so much more fast paced than, you know, something you like you get in Baldur's Gate. Um, like, I just feel like my hands are just so much more on that. So it's just like, I'm just more into it for whatever reason or another. Because again, I like turn based games, but there's something about the turn based D&D games that's just never really been my thing. I don't know what it is about them. But it's too complicated for us. <laughs> Maybe. You know, otherwise know. our intelligence, Garrett, you know, our intelligence is at stake here. It's a lot of stuff that. going on screen. You know, I do want to take Baldur's Gate 3 like a good stab at it. It's just I don't I, I just don't have time right now. I, I could definitely yeah. wait on it um and probably play it maybe sometime next year. I think that would mm-hmm. be a good opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. I'm waiting for the Xbox version and I'll play mm. it there and give it a try because mm. you know it's one of those things where maybe this is the one that actually gets me who knows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but to the other half of Savoy Prime's question what character class fits you best you know we talked about it a little bit when we were when we were kind of like making our characters where it's like you know if, if I was to make a D&D character now um it would probably be because I like the the attacking style but also using magic um like honestly a paladin or a cleric is probably the best bet for that until you get into some of the advanced classes mm-hmm. um maybe druid kind of fits in that to that light frame too but i like like mixing up mixing it up with you know some um you know a- attacking and some magic because but but not being like super strong at either one like that's kind of more my jam mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gotcha sounds good yeah i mean I, I i think we mentioned previously like our character class i think we are kind of aligned with our characters now that that yeah. we're making, you know, mm-hmm. uh Ryan Terford and Alfonso Abinado. Um but yeah, I think other than that, I like to be for me the just like the tactical smart person 
kind of yeah. not really the offensive, but making sure everyone else is the offensive. So I imagine myself like a bard class or like a priest, not a priest. I don't want to be like full on healing, but yeah. very supportive and, and tactical like that. So like you would be the, if you were to play Final Fantasy 14 as an example, Garrett, yeah. one of these video games, uh, you would be right at home uh, with this. You would be, the, the you'd be the scholar because you'd have your little fairy, oh, yeah. you got your like little it. like school hat on. Um, mm-hmm. is your like a like the that's like a shield based healer, um, but they also have like some offensive like dot based skills spells, and they're more I like, like all all of their uh cooldown abilities here are all um tactics based. So I like they, it. they kind of you know play into that little tactics element that you were talking about. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're saying I should play Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, it is the critically acclaimed MMORPG that has a free trial available up to level 70 to the end of Stormblood. That would take a whole year for me to play. Uh, more than that, because uh, we're replaying it in the community right now. And uh, uh, I think Bowser finished Stormblood at about 258 hours. And Jesus. that's just that's just the end of the free trial at that point, Garrett. There's still two more expansions after that. How is that 250? Can you? That's more than Persona. That's more the than double is, the Persona Five Royal. The best part is that's just mainlining the story. There's also side quests and other content to do. This is uh, it's the game to end all games. It kind of is in a lot of ways. I, other than Fortnite and Call of Duty, this is it. This, this, this there's a reason why there's Final Fantasy 14 content creators that only con- create content around Final Fantasy 14. Oh, it makes sense. So you stuff. can make careers off of that, you know, at the yeah. game easily, which is like WoW did and, yeah. and Elder Scrolls Online to an extent. So there yeah. you go. But there you go. That is it. For tonight's show, Garrett, I think I think we have new character classes. I think we did it. The the uh, level one hundred ninety nine battle alchemist and the level one hundred ninety nine dark lord. Again, this is just me getting used to saying it, Garrett. Please be yes, excited because um, that's gonna be for the remaining hundred episodes until next yeah. time. Yes, exactly. So before we go, Garrett, plugs go. You can follow me on Twitter slash X at Blaine Explosion. You can also find me on the Discord. I am very active on the RPG Cave and Nintendo Drive sometimes, PlayStation Drive uh, when I ever feel like it, and Xbox Drive definitely, PC gaming definitely there. I'm I'm definitely there. I I am here to support you all in the PC gaming channel, um, and of course I am down to talk all about PC gaming handouts. So if you want to talk about it, go over there. I will. Nice. I will do that. As for me, you can find me on, on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You also find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming right here, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming, of course, podcast services around the globe. So for Garrett Bland, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been the 110th level of the RPG Cave, and we're out. Bye-bye. The RPG Cave's mana is powered by patrons over at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. And we want to say thank you to all of our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller. You can check out his brand new podcast, All About Lists, on podcast feeds. Tony Baker from the Quest for Pist- 
Pixels podcast. You can check them out over at youtube.com slash quest4pixels today. Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive, you can check out all of his albums in his link tree in the description of this podcast. And Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, you can check them out over at phoenixoverdrive.com, as well as Trucker Sloth and Quagmire. Our platinum producers, RJ Kern, and our gold members, Adam K., Anna, Awesome Dave 1337, Bowza, Brian Reese, Cecily Carroza, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, John32, Marcus O'Neill, Marcus McCracken, Mo Spankins, Pedge EP, and Tim Alf. Thank you all for all of your support. And if you want to hop in the car with us, head on over to patreon.com slash carpool gaming and choose the tier that's right for you.